0: do you guys ever sit back and wonder about what ifs like about the mistakes or not necessarily mistakes but the decisions that you made when you were I guess in your teens or maybe even a young adult and you're just sitting here and you're like I hate to admit it but my mom was right I do that every day while I love my children and they're all blessings I really do regret Making the decision to defy my mother when I was a teenager. I was young, dumb, and in love, I guess. I wouldn't even call that love. I don't know what it was, but I do know he wasn't in love. Love is something that I have now, and it's a completely different experience than what I had years ago, 10 plus years ago. Dealing with a narcissist never ends once you let them inside of your life or into your life. You think it ends, and you think that it's just easy to just step out and say goodbye, but in all honesty, in reality, it is not that easy. It's easy for someone to say when they're not in that situation, but it's very hard to get out of that situation and take it from me. I'm telling you this out of experience. When I was 15, I was like any other 15-year-old. I had a Facebook. I was in the band, in the color guard, um, or most of y'all, city folk, I guess, would call it flag line, whatever, at Northland Mountain High School. I had a lot of friends. That's when I started becoming, you know, outgoing and confident, and I just loved myself and I loved my life. And I wouldn't trade that for the world, but I was very gullible and naive. I didn't see it at the time because I was like any average teenager. I thought I was right about everything. Always right, always right. Mom's never right, I'm always right. That was my mentality. You know how you always get these random friend requests and you're a teenager so you accept all of them, at least I did. You're just like, oh, he's cute, and so I'm going to accept it. Well, that's the mistake that I made. That's when my emotional roller coaster with a narcissist actually began. I'm not going to name his name in this podcast series because I don't want to have to deal with that in court. Those of you who know me and have been following me or my life for these years, you definitely know who I'm talking about. Um... When I met him on Facebook, he wasn't necessarily a stranger because his brother was in band with me. I didn't know they were siblings until he said, hey, I've seen you at the, one of the band shows or whatever. I was watching my brother play guitar and I saw you with your flag. I was, you know, I was just dumbfounded because while I loved myself, I did not find myself attractive. And I didn't, I didn't think anybody ever thought that I was pretty or saw me as pretty or, you know, I didn't think that guys liked me. I didn't think that anyone liked me. I just liked myself. So when he started, you know, coming at me with compliments and gifts and everything, it drew me in immediately. <laughs> what can I say? It built my confidence up higher. I got to talking to him. It had been a couple of months, and then finally I agreed to meet him at one of the games, and he was charming. You know, he had his way with words and the looks in his eyes, and he treated me good there for a while. I realized he was five years older than me, maybe four and a half. I'm, I don't really remember that much, but he was older, so I had to hide his age from my mom. Another regret. Now that I think about it though, Why on earth would someone his age be trying to pursue a sexual and intimate relationship with, you know, a girl my age? Well, anyways, I don't think his true narcissistic behavior showed until around the summer of my junior year when he got really angry that I would have to go to band practice and that there would be guys there. You know, that's when the controlling behavior started. Let's fast forward to February of 2012. I was a senior in high school. I got called to the office, not knowing why there was no telling at that point. Only to find out that I was being checked out by this person, him. Whenever we left, he wouldn't tell me where we were going until we were already halfway there. He said, you want to be spontaneous? And of course, I was excited. I said, yes. We got married that day at the courthouse. And that's when everything spiraled out of control. That was probably the worst year of my life. Stay tuned for more.